UFC Fight Night 169 Norfolk in USA some say Norfolk <laughs> but that event is now finished didn't really think it was going to be a good car but it, it ultimately <clears throat> it wasn't too bad at all there's some good fights on there the prelims were pretty good um, crazy refereeing <laughs> but overall it was a an entertaining card very entertaining card Jordan Griffin in the prelims featherweight had a nice submission in round two over TJ Brown um, it was in side control yes it was an entertaining back and forth uh, round two came uh, and yeah no guillotine was applied even though he was in side control very rarely do you see someone get submitted um, from this type of position but the position was clearly placed right you know put TJ Brown to sleep I think even uh, Bisping was saying, "Yeah, this is an this is an annoyance. This type of hold is on because he's in he's in side control. Um, you shouldn't put him out." But <laughs> within a couple of seconds after, the ref stops that there, and um, T.J. Brown is stiff. Okay, so that was an excellent, excellent um, submission victory for Jordan Griffin. You know, it'll be really exciting to see what. Um, what Sean, Shelby and Maynard do in regards to um, Jordan's next um, matchup. Be interesting to see his um, career progression through the featherweights. Um, then we have, uh, who do we have? Lightweights, Pena, Louise Pena, uh, fighting Steve Garcia, who took the fight on a couple of days notice. So, you know, congratulations. Um, to Steve, yeah, no, for um, saving that particular bout, you know, signing on the dotted line without not much preparation. But he came in there, went the whole three rounds. Um, I mean, what? Luis Pena is eight and two, and Steve Garcia is at eleven and four. So Garcia's got more experience, most definitely. But it was, it was domination, man. Total domination. Luis Pena put it on him. Um, I think there was, what, 12 plus... Um, yeah, 12 plus minutes of um, of control time. Steve was, was, was trying his best. <laughs> he was definitely trying his best. Um, it wasn't by any means a weak showing from Steve Garcia. I'm pretty sure we'll see him back in the, um, the octagon again. But yeah, that was an excellent performance from Luis Pena. Um... In the lightweight division, six foot three, I think they said he was. Long, rangy, you know, he's proficient at pretty much at all of the uh, skills needed. So, again, interesting to see where he goes next, who they're going to put him up to. He's been quite um, active in regards to his fighting. So, trust me, you know, uh, international fight week, possibly, or maybe even before, they can put him on a card. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens with that there. We'll see what happens. Um, and then sadly, moving up to, to, to middleweight, 
Um, Brendan Allen versus Tom Breeze. Allen's 14 and 3. Tom Breeze 11 and 2. We haven't seen him in, I think, in about a year, two years or something like that since his last fight. So it's been a while. And first round TKO wasn't the best showing unfortunately we didn't really get to see much um, there was a quite a lot of grappling um, and it was like a ground and pound attack I think uh, I think potentially the ref could have let that go on a little bit longer um, but it's all about fighter safety ultimately um, so yeah tough loss for um, Birmingham's own Tom Breeze but Brendan Allen's obviously you know Got, got the win got the win on that deal just a side note Alex Olivier and Mickey Gold were supposed to fight on this um, on this bout um, for some reason it was cancelled possibly due to injury I'll have to do some um, some more digging to see what I can find out about that because I'm sure Alex Olivier's booked for an up and coming event but not against Mickey Gold so he may be injured or something now, main card time. Let's jump straight to the main card. And I'm going to go to the women's featherweight, Megan Anderson, 11 and 4, taking on Norma Dumont, or Dumont, 4 and 1, Brazilian. I think this is her debut. Um, what can I say? What can I say? It was a first round TKO. Well, They've got KO slash TKO. I would say it was more of a TKO. Yeah, it was interesting. It was interesting. Um, she tried to she grappled, normal grappled with her for a little bit. Um, Megan was just sharp with her hands, just too sharp with her hands. Uh, be interesting to see <laughs> where this where this leads. Where in F does this lead? Because featherweight division is very thin as we all know, in the women's division. Um, so she's she's looking for um, for Amanda Nunes, potentially. And to be honest with you, I, I, that's not a good fight. That's not a good fight at all. I don't see a, a lasting. Um, but, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, the co-main event was another women's featherweight Felice Spencer, 8-1. Her last defeat was via Cyborg, where she went the whole three rounds. It was the first woman to actually cut Cyborg. Um, she was taking on uh, Zara Ferran dos Santos, a French lady, 6-4. This is her second appearance in the uh, UFC. Her First appearance was in Australia against Megan Anderson and she lost. So her second fight is a co-main event with Felicia Spencer. And unfortunately she takes another loss. First round TKO. Congratulations to Felicia Spencer, but what are we doing? That, that that should not have been a main event number one 
in respect to her opponent. She's coming off a loss. What's she doing in in a um, in, in a main event? It makes no sense. I don't think Zara's ready. They're saying that she's an MMA pioneer and she's very boxing heavy. She didn't look good. She really did not look good in there at all. I think she looked a little bit better in the Megan Anderson fight, I think. It's a touch better, but she shouldn't be in... As it stands, and this is no disrespect to um, to the young lady, she shouldn't be in the UFC. She, her movement, you know, her movement was all off. She, she, it seemed quite amateur, to be quite honest. So I don't know what on earth the UFC is doing. It is this was clearly a stepping stone for Felicia to win. You know, this was a this was a body basically a number. Um, now based upon her winning, what do you think she's doing? She's calling out for who? For the lioness. So we got Felicia Spencer at eight and one, and we've got Megan Anderson eleven and four. Both calling out um, for the lioness. And she's tweeting, yeah, man, I, I see both here. It's up to um, the matchmakers, which is cool. She's the champion, you know. Ultimately, she could pick, but she's saying, we'll see, you know, we'll see who 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 um, who's offered to me kind of thing. Now, I think the Felicia Spencer fight would be a, a lot more interesting, personally. Um, yeah, I think that would be a lot more interesting because she's a lot more row well-rounded versus Megan, who's a striker in essence. Um, she's got distance. She's got. She's potentially got the tools to beat Amanda, you know, with her long, long legs, etc. Reach. She could keep her up and just light her up. She can defend the takedowns, etc. That would be a way to um, to beat Amanda. But I don't think her takedown defense is 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 the best. To be fair, so. We gotta watch. We gotta watch the space. We gotta see what uh, Uncle Dana and Sean and them do in regards to that next match shot. But me personally, Felicia should get that. Yeah, um, yeah, hundred percent. And they need to really consider what the hell they're doing in regards to the women's featherweight. They need to get some proper women in there. Some 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 proper women who are talented, who are doing things. Um, and again, that's no disrespect to uh, to Zara or Sarah, however you pronounce her name. So, Kutalaba, light heavyweight, 15 and 5, won no contest, taking on Magomed, Magomed even, Akalaf, or whatever his name, yeah, 13 and 1. That should have been the, the core main event. Even though it was a very controversial ending, <laughs> it was. Uh, Peterson, was it? What's his name? Peterson, the little short, t- t- tubby guy, as the ref. What was he doing? What was he doing? First round, thirty-eight seconds. We knew it was going to be a war thing, but my man was on his feet. Yeah, Kutalabre was on his feet, playing the the, the classical rope dope. Yeah, or as the Americans would say, he was playing possum. Okay, <clears throat> it was, <clears throat> pardon self. It was clear to see that. Wait a minute, these, the, the head kick didn't really land. The body kick didn't really land. Uh, you know, but my man's pretending to be wobbly and is firing back. And the crazy ref, <laughs> the, the crazy ref, 
thinks that he's not playing possum, that he's not doing the rope a dope. Yeah? And he's right in the ring. And he jumps in between and stops the fight and says it's a fucking KO, it's a TKO. And immediately, Kujalabra's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm fighting, man. Why are you stopping it? Am I on the floor? Like, what's the dilly? Okay, Mr. Ref. Of course, you're there to save fighters from, you know, themselves and from harm. But, yo, man's on his feet swinging. Why are you stopping the fight? <laughs> yeah, that was con controversial to say the least I want to hear what da- Uncle Dana quote unquote has to say about this here uh, trustfully um, Kudalabra's team is going to um, go to the commission and, and get this shit overturned to a no contest or something because Magomed you know he's cool and all but he shouldn't get the victory off that but that, that was a you know and what about it wasn't it I'm sure that instant replay wasn't instant well Instant replay. I mean, I don't even know how that even works. I don't even think even anyone's even utilized that there. The instant replay shouldn't they have gone back and read, look at that and for oh, Mr. Ref, oh, I've made a mistake. My mum, yeah, okay. Um, we we'll just have to do this as no contest, and just you know, if if the two participants are um, agreeable, run the thing back. But he's there talking to the commission. They must have said, yo, you don't fucked up, you know. Uh, and he was like, oh, no, 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 you know, didn't look that way to me still. So, you know, I'm, I'm ruling this team a, uh, a KO, a TKO, and we're going to move on still, yeah? Okay? I'm the ref. Now, we need to run this team back soon, man, ASAP, yeah? The next event, they need to run it, okay? Which, I guess, what we got? We got two, UFC 248, and we got Fight Night 170. Okay, so if we can squeeze them on there, mine. I mean, I look at it. I mean, Max Oliveira is now taking on um, Alex Oliveira is taking on Max Griffin there for that two forty. So uh, Mickey Gore's clearly injured and stuff. So I don't know. Do some shuffling. You must be able. Yeah, we can do some shuffling because it looks like the um, Derek Brunson and Edsman Shabazian's cancelled. So, as long as they're all cool, yeah, Kutalabra and his team, do what you're doing. And let's rebook this, this fight and let's get, let's, let's get a proper decision. So, that's the controversy done. And then we're moving on to the main event of the evening, as the Buffster would say. Five rounds for the flyweight championship, even though um, Davison Figueroa missed weight by like three or four pounds, so he was uneligible to win the team. But it was for that, so in essence, as long as Joseph Benavides can, um, who's 28 and 6 veteran, taking on um, Figueroa, who's um, 18 and 1, as long as he does his fizzle wiggle. You know, submission, knockout, or even edges it out by points. He's the champ. You know, third time is a charm, as they say. Quote, unquote. And, um... Second round. 
KO, okay, not TKO, it was a KO. Joseph Benavides was out. Um, poor guy, man, poor guy. You know, he's got an ill son and all that kind of stuff, but he seemed real devastated. He did seem real devastated after that, um, after that loss. He was doing it, you know, it was competitive. It was definitely competitive, but ultimately the power came into play. The power. <laughs> and uh, Davidson's done the fizzle wiggle now. He's the uncrowned champion. This is quite similar to the uh, UO Romero team. When he missed weight, beat Rockhold. Was it Rockhold? Was the champion, but he was the uncrowned champion. He's still the champion. And then he goes up, then he goes, I'm going to go into it. Then he goes and beats uh, Whitaker twice, yeah, convincingly the second time. First time you could say, you know, maybe a draw or whatever, but he beat him twice, man. He spent 50 minutes in, in, in the uh, octagon and boss him up, but for some reason, they, you know, they scored it for um, Whitaker. So this, we've got another situation like this here now. So, so what's next? What, what what do we do? What do we do? Because he's missed weight. Um, who else is there in 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 flyweight that could step up and and challenge? Um, you know, do like an, a, another undisputed sort of not even undisputed. It's still vacant basically. So another been title fight. Who can we put up there? Because they were talking, run it back again. You know. Because he's so dominant, Joseph Benavides, etc. Run the back, run it back again. Make sure they both make weight and, and crown a champion. I mean, they could do that. They could do that. But what about the um, the flyweight division in its, in itself? I mean, call me crazy. You know, I know they're stripped him for the team. But bring Henry back down there. <laughs> bring Henry back down and fight Figueroa. You know, that would be quite historical. If Henry could then come back, come back. Yeah. And regain it after he was stripped. I mean, it's, mm, if he was stripped because he didn't want to fight or he couldn't fight, etc., etc., maybe you know. But I think that would be good. That would be an excellent matchup. Or even um, who else we got? Who else we got? Uh, Brandon Morano, Moreno, however you pronounce it. Uh, Ashkar Askarov. Uh, Kai Kara France. You know. Ray Borg even and always he's fought for the belt before but there's, there's some options there's some definite options there so we just gotta see what happens man we gotta see what happens moving on to one championship king of the jungle Singapore and obviously with this coronavirus thing that's going on it was I guess I'm pretty sure this is the first time that an MMA, MMA event was closed to the public. It's quite a strange atmosphere and circumstance. So the event took place. The commission obviously was in there, refs, fighters, and their coaches, etc. But there was no audience. It was eerie to say the least. Overall, a pretty good card. The uh, three um, title fights were for. Overall, kickboxing, kickboxing won championship um, titles. Um, 
yeah, it was it was a strange it was a strange one, strange card, just based upon that that the whole situation that's going on and the effects it's that, that that's it, it's taking on, or the effects it's having on multiple organisations, industries, etc. Um, I'm surprised they were still able to um, to have the event still take place, but I guess by closing it off, that you know protected um, the event of sorts. Uh, main thing I can take away from the event was the main event and we've got a new champion um, Stamp Fairtex was dethroned I've watched the fight twice and I don't I I think she actually won personally trust me they're going to run it back Jared Todd did a thing man I mean I, this was this was the uh, part two Stamp won the first um, meeting and Janet Todd has won the second one to uh, dethrone the one strawweight um, champion. And if memory serves me correct, I'm sure it was the same arena just under a year ago where their first fight, fight took place. So quite befitting and she was very emotional was Janet. So, you know, oh, hats off to her for winning. Um, in regards to the judging, one championship does it slightly different um, for MMA fights at least. They judge the fight on its entirety versus round by round, whereas in the kickboxing, Muay Thai, etc., it's all on a 10 point more system each round um, based upon obviously boxing. But I definitely think that they need to do the part three, the trilogy, um, and see where we need to go from there. Um, Stamp was con- uh, surprised that she lost. I think most people were. It was close. It definitely was close. But I think Stamp did the, the, the majority of the work. 100%. So, interested to see what happens. Um, and obviously, you know. Trustfully, we can get resolution in regards to this um, pandemic which is taking place. Um, sweeping the globe. We can get this all sorted out. Make sure you subscribe, comment, share. We've got a lot of new content coming very soon.